Hello and welcome to Darren Creating Refuge. This is an update regarding my continual growth living with CPTSD. And um, it's been a moment. However, um, there's multiple reasons for this. I um, was assaulted at my workplace. This is the second time I was assaulted while on the clock. Um, it was a hate crime. I was called a faggot, a boy, and a chink um, by five people surrounded. I fought back. This impacted my ability to work, as you can imagine. And as a result, I was laid off. I got my member shares back. This is from my bicycle job. And um, now I'm on temporary disability. Um, Luckily, I do have a contract job on the side, which isn't impacted by my disability. Um, So I do have about the same amount of money coming in. And I I just want to share some feelings um, that have been going around. So, um, as most of you know, our social services safety net is broken. And um, I have to reapply for Medi-Cal, food stamps, etc. However, I was able to get linked up with some counseling services at Communities United Against Violence in San Francisco. And I've had two sessions thus far. Um, My counselor is so beautiful. Um... And she's been helping me uh, with a lot of questions regarding my identity and where do I fit in this world as a trauma survivor. And I'm learning that there's such a thing as trauma bonding and trauma love or trauma survivors in love. There's many articles about this online and how many of my relationships um, have been in this trauma zone and now I'm looking for more healthy relationships within this realization I gave up marijuana once again um, I'm no longer medicated 24-7 I have the return of clarity and this is not a judgment on those who are listening who do use Um, self-medication there's nothing wrong with that however I felt that it just became a crutch Um, became like smoking cigarettes to me so I've been clean for about a week I don't do anything else I've been sober from alcohol for 10 years Um, within this process I realized that I had a really toxic relationship with um, somebody from the meditation center um, that basically took advantage of me financially um, emotionally physically so I was doing body work for this person Um, I was emotionally dumped on with problems all the time and asked for money all the time I severed off this relationship 
block this person. However, I still see this person. And then I found out through other people in the Sangha that this is what this person is known for and does. So what did I learn from this? When someone's in the survival mode or crisis mode, one is seeking validation. And so all they're going to do is shit all the time. Problems, I have to do this, this and that, codependency. And it's not surprising that many people that find themselves in this space are in a 12-step program or used to be in 12-step. And then they leave and then talk shit about everyone. And that talking shit also applied to the spiritual space. And me um, being very open and accommodating took that on person fell out of my life for a minute and then came back in and the same thing happened one of the things that really helped me in this process was I had someone step into my life in the summer that really moved a lot of stuff through my body just through our connection and with that was vulnerability and truth and honesty and it was the first time in a long time that I had a genuine friendship where I could share and I felt seen and heard and the emotional rawness was like a conduit into my being um, my entire being my wholeness Um, this person seeing someone else. And so, of course, it became a stumbling block for me because then I start desiring the person I can't have. Um, And then this whole concept of the friend zone. And being friend zoned for me has been a habit. Um, And being friend zoned for me makes me feel kind of defective. Makes me feel like I'm too much. Makes me feel like I'm broken. So within this, I wrote a list of um, needs. And you may find this helpful in your recovery. If you two are recovering from complex PTSD. So I drew something up something uh, drafted up something about heart needs and here are some heart needs that I need this is what my heart needs and I have a very aching heart very longing I've been celibate for like three years I haven't had someone touch me in so long and this compounded by divorce as you can imagine it's very um, grueling Um, so heart needs Um, Wanting to feel wanted, to be understood. Compassion, belonging, passion, celebrated, seen and heard, held, recognized, caressed, touched. Conversation, sharing time and validation. So those are some heart needs. Um, Broken heart would be sadness, being forgotten, being overlooked, invisible, Celibacy, not of choice, 
avoided, dehumanized, ugly, difficult, weird, quote-unquote special. Um, Another word for special back in the day was retarded. Um, And, uh, or the new term, extra, you're like a little extra. And the new parlance. And I'm at this point now of seeking healthy relationships and where do I find those is is a bit of a question and I'm curious about it because you can have healthy relationships in many different spaces and as many of you know I only have or had a couple of circles being my work and the meditation center. I have met many people at the meditation center. However, I do know that many people come to the center for various needs as a space of refuge. And many of them are in recovery and the process of healing too. Um, It's not uncommon to meet toxic people um, like I shared. However, it's not uncommon to meet really genuine people who um, move into one's life for a reason. So within this relationship, I had glimpses of what a healthy relationship could look like. And I thanked this person. And I was very vulnerable in terms of my appreciation and very succinct and direct in terms of how I've transformed and they validated it through witnessing me and acknowledging that I have changed. Um, This has become heightened um, by my spouse, my ex-wife showing up at the meditation center unannounced which is a little bit borderline harassment because I work there now. And um, I had one incident where I went from the lowest lows to the highest highs at the center in the span of about two hours. Um, So I was a little grief struck about um, being friend zoned and I was crying at the space Um, once I saw my ex-spouse I put my head in my friend's lap and I just cried I snapped out of it and then I um, met someone at the end of the night who just gave me all these accolades very beautiful woman um However, we do have that trauma bond. I'm aware of that. And that mere short exchange of intense conversation for about 15 minutes kind of gave me a glimmer of that I am approachable, even though I may feel broken at times. Um... However, my counselor said that, you know, many people at the meditation center may just see me in a certain light as a coordinator or as someone who stewards, as someone who leads practice, i.e. meditation. 
and they don't see the other part of me. And I think through the friendship that I just shared um, with the majestic woman who walked into my life back in June, that I am healing, that I am in recovery. And within this, to move into that with an open heart is of utmost importance and to have compassion for myself. And so I'm kind of drawing back compassion for others, although I still help people at the lake. Um, Doing that a little less, I'm removing myself from that masculine environment. And um, focusing more on myself. What are my needs? And my friend shared with me after not really being held by my community after the hate crime that I need to express my needs. And so I did um, with one of my instructors and others. And I did get some support. I got some food, which was really nice. And it's really hard if one, and I want to recognize this for anyone who's listening. If you had a family that didn't recognize your accomplishments or cared for you, if you were a child parent, if you grew up with alcoholic parents or drug addicted parents or parents who weren't there, who were at work all the time, foster children, what have you, that sometimes we feel unimportant, um, unloved, and that we're unworthy of love. And these feelings can be foreign. And what I realized in my friendship with my new friend was that I was numbing out some of these feelings because they were so foreign, so being loved. I was pushing away love basically by smoking a lot of weed. Um, She also smokes. And I just basically shared that, hey, um, I need to not numb out these feelings. I need to hold these feelings. I need to experience love. I need to experience what it's like to be held, to be acknowledged, to be seen, and to be heard. So that was a major transformative shift for me. And um, just wanted to share that. Um, So that's an update for me. Um, It's just a few days after Turkey Day. If you celebrate or not, I did not. Um, I did go to the center and had a few bits of food, but it was not a celebration for sure. Did receive a text from my sister after the fact saying she hoped I had one and I'm just like, well, gee, you know, I've been abandoned. Um, And just holding that emotion um, without drugs, without marijuana, uh, without drink. However, I'm smoking cigarettes again and drinking lots of coffee. Um, 
However, I know why I'm doing this. And I find compassion for myself. Um, And I'm keeping busy in the house. Still painting the apartment purple. Bought a sewing machine. Still work on bikes. Got all my records back out. I used to be a DJ. And um, started mixing again. So the creative juices are flowing. So that's a good sign. So that's an update. Um, Thank you for listening to Daring Creating Refuge. I hope your holiday season goes with ease and you have many joyful moments and many insights into your process of recovery. Thanks for listening.